positive in the 44270. This is the Around Ripman Podcast, and I'm your host, Cliff Feitner. And it is July the 2nd as I record this, and I will be releasing it right after I get done uploading it to my host. You know, because everybody is got a busy week this week with the 4th of July holiday coming up, and I realize that. So happy Independence Day week to everybody. And today we're going to be talking about boom booms. We're also going to be talking about fireworks in other communities. And we're going to be talking about farmers markets and why Ritman may need some resuscitation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this trip around Ritman. When you think of the 4th of July, you might be thinking about the great picnics that everybody has on that day. And you're also thinking about ribs and hot dogs and hamburgers and other things that you can throw on the grill. And you're also thinking about potato salad, macaroni salad, potato chips, watermelon, and other things that you can get at your Ritman IGA. They are a proud sponsor of the Around Ritman podcast, and you can go there and you know that their meat prices are competitive with other stores in the area, especially those big box stores that aren't even fresh with their meat. They have their meat shipped in, and you don't know how long it's been since it was cut or how long it's been packaged. Our, our meat at the IGA has been packaged by butchers that have a combined 316 years worth of experience. So head on over to the Ritman IGA. They are open from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. And that they are located at the Ritman Shopping Center and they are hometown proud. As of last year, there were some fireworks that have become legal here in the state of Ohio, but they are subject to local ordinances. And the Ritman Fire department wants to remind you that fireworks are only legal in Ritman on July 3rd, the 4th, and the 5th between the hours of 4 p.m. and 11 p.m. Discharging fireworks outside of these dates and times is a violation of Ritman ordinances. So please have a safe holiday. And you know that the city of Ritman has their fireworks on the day that concluding the Sleepwalkers Festival. So this year it will be on July the 28th and it will be at Industrial Street Park. But let's go around the area and let me tell you about other communities that are having their fireworks and and the date. So we're going to visit right now the 44281 and join us on July the 3rd from 6 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. as we celebrate America with fireworks in downtown Wadsworth. Food trucks will be downtown as well as over 20 downtown restaurants and retailers. Fireworks will go off around 10 o'clock p.m. or shortly thereafter, and this event is free to the public. To the 44691 with Worcester's July 4th events. Starting at 5 p.m. on Thursday, July 4th, is the Worcester Fireworks Celebration at the soccer fields at Oldman and Burbank Roads. Organized by the nonprofit. Worcester Fireworks Foundation, pre-fireworks event include food trucks and free entertainment in the hours leading up to the 10 p.m. Sky Show. Fireworks and general event costs come to roughly $20,000 this year, said Gil Ning, who is the president of the foundation. Around $10,000 was paid for by the Worcester Exchange Club, and the remaining money was donated by the Worcester Rotary Club. And before the show from is a t- 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., 
Ohio Light Orchestra concert in downtown Worcester on the square, hosted by Main Street Worcester. Now let's go on over to the 44667 with the Orville Fire in the Sky celebration. This multi-day event starts on Tuesday, July the 4th and runs through Saturday, July the 8th and is hosted by the Orville Firefighters Association. And the annual Independence Day Parade lines up at 2 p.m. and starts at 4 p.m. on July 4th. The Orville Rotary Club, which is celebrating 100 years, and the Shantz Organ Company, which is celebrating 150 years, will be the co-grand marshals. And the paraders will follow the same route as in previous years, starting at Ella and High Street and ending up at Orr Park. And there is a quiet zone which is designated from West High to North Vine Street through West Market and Depot Street for parade goers who dislike loud noises, according to the Orville Firefighters Association. And rain or shine, the Orville Firefighters Association promises a parade. And the the fireworks will light the sky at 10.15 p.m. or upon the conclusion of the softball tournament championship game on Saturday, July the 8th. And if the weather postpones the event, the Orville Firefighters Association will post a rescheduled time on Facebook on Saturday, according to the Firefighters Association. And the bike trail, dog park, skate park, and storybook trail will close on Saturday to create a firework safety parameter. And to see a full list of the week of events, visit the Orville Firefighters Association's Facebook page you have it for the fireworks happening here in 2023 in the 44270 and the surrounding areas and pop shake shack is hosting or having a cotton candy fundraiser for the ritman touchdown club it will run through july the 25th and 100 of the proceeds go to the touchdown club and the club provides safety equipment such as helmets and shoulder pads and also provide team meals and sack lunches for the middle school team so let's go indians and also pop shake shack has the brain freeze challenge going on so if you can slurp the most uh milkshake within like a 45 second period you know they they weigh the milkshake uh before you start drinking it they weigh afterwards and it's as much milkshake as you can handle in 45 seconds drinking it through a straw you can't you can't take the lid off and just pour it down your throat because some people end up with more it on them than in them so you have to drink it through a straw and the top three finishers will compete at Pops Arena during the Sleepwalker Festival for a grand prize. So head on over to Pop Shake Shack. They are located at 8 North Main Street here in the 44270. In Rylon Printing, who happens to be a proud sponsor of the Around Ritman podcast, your one-stop print shop. They have custom t-shirts, and there's no minimums. They, they also print up spirit wear and corporate wear. And they all will help you with fundraising or for-profit and with their T-shirts or other printing. And there's free custom merch shop set up. They offer screen printing and embroidery and business cards, yard signs, banners, and so much more. So contact for a free quote, printing at gmail.com. That's B-R-I.R-Y-L-O-N-P-R-I-N-T-I-N-G at gmail.com. Or message her on Facebook.
The Ribbon Chamber Sleepwalker Festival Annual Car Show is occurring on Friday, July the 28th at 44 South Main Street here in the in Ritman. And there's a $5 registration fee. And the registration is from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Judging will be at 6 p.m. And the best of show will be awarded at 8 p.m. And dash there will be dash plaques to the first 75 cars registered. And... The car show last year, I mean, it was a, a great show, and I'm looking forward to seeing an even much better show. Uh, I have a, a friend who uh, lives in Medina who has takes his car to all sorts of car shows, and I'm looking forward to seeing that there. I, let, I gave him the heads up about the car show. And if you have friends who have cars that they like to go to car shows, head on over there. $5 will get you into the car show, and if you shine it up really, really pretty, you'll be able to maybe get the best of show for yourself. And I will, if I get more on the Ritman Sleepwalker Festival, I will announce it in the coming podcast. And this is the time of year where you'll have farmer markets uh, just about everywhere, farmer's markets, I mean, um, in a lot of places. I know that they have them over at the Square in Medina. They have them over in Wadsworth, in Seville. I believe in Worcester and other communities have uh, farmer's markets. And uh, I'm going to read this post uh, from Tara Bowler up in the Ritman Talks, uh, in the Ritman Talks uh, Facebook page. And she says, for the last several years, local residents have been asking for a farmer's market in Ritman. Eastern Road Church of God has agreed to allow us to use their parking lot to host a Ritman farmer's market. As seasons change, produce availability is always changing, and there will be hopefully more vendors joining us as the season progresses. So right now, it will be produce and home-produced items. In exchange for the church allowing us to use their parking lot, we are asking the vendors to make donations to the Eastern Road Church of God Food Pantry. And at this time, the farmer's market will be held on Thursday evenings from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. starting on July the 20th, and they hope to see you there. Now, the past couple of weeks, I've been in contact with uh, Lona Busick and with John Imhoff uh, as they are trying to get together a group to revitalize the parks here in Ritman. And they are starting with three parks, uh, Grandview Park, uh, Central Park, or First Street Park, or Ashton Hall Memorial Park, which is uh, on First Street, and and Charlie's Puddle. I was thinking about doing a standalone podcast about Charlie's Puddle and with uh, about Charlie Heffelman, who was the last marshal of of Ritman, who donated the land to I believe the Rod and Gun Club, you know, for use as a public park. And I know back in around 2000, 2001, somewhere around there, the the Daily Record come out with a story. And also the Trading Post had come out with a story uh, about the refurbishing of the park and, you know, making it more presentable for the people uh, here in town. And I was, I know that the Daily Record article is online. I'm able to access that. And I also knew that the Trading Post article, I remember reading that, and that was more in-depth that I was looking to get a copy of that, maybe a link you know, from the Post newspapers. And I was told by Michael Trogdon that they don't go 
that far back as far as their archives are concerned. And lucky for me, though, uh, we have uh, Pat Watts in this town. She's you know been an active member of the Historical Society, and also she happens to be a distant relative of mine. So I have some I have some information to give her. She's going to give me some information in, in regards to Charlie's Puddle and Charlie Heffelman. And I also have you know some of the books to talk about Charlie Heffelman. So you know look for that. You know I I do want to to do that once again as a standalone podcast. So if you want to you know maybe sponsor that particular one, uh, you know I'd really appreciate that because I am going to work on. Also making CDs of that available, you know, maybe to sell uh, to benefit uh, the citizens for uh, Ritman Park, the citizens for uh, Parks of Ritman or whatever the CPR stands for. I remember what it is, you know, but uh, standing in front of my microphone, all of a sudden I have a brain cramp. And as many of you know, I am a member over at the South Main Street Church of God located at 261 South Main Street. And you might know that that is a fairly new building. We've started worshiping in that building in uh, June of 2006. And what you might not know is uh, part of the funding for that building was from Country Breakfast, which was a very popular event would happen you know, one Saturday per month uh, over at the South Main Street Church of God. And even uh, while we were uh, out of the building, while the new building was going up, you know, we were over using the fellowship hall over at the uh, Ritman Community Free Will Baptist Church. But I was telling our pastor, Jeff Ball, this morning that that building was pretty much... uh, Help put up with biscuits and gravy. I mean, a lot of people in town loved the breakfast that the church had offered. And I used to, you know, before I was working my current job, I would drive breakfast out to places like Morton Salt and over Premier GMC and other places around town. And I let people know, you know, it's one of the best breakfast in town. And you, and we had given people a very good buy for their money and uh and covid and other things had caused those breakfasts you know to not happen anymore but we are looking to be putting a uh or paving the parking lot there and think about this as you come south into town wouldn't that building look so much better with a freshly paved parking lot and we offer we offer hope to people that come in, and we also offer a very safe and yeah, very nice-looking parking lot. And what the ladies' groups at church has decided to do is, on July the 16th, which is a Sunday, after the morning worship service, there will be a spaghetti dinner fundraiser for the church parking lot. And this is by you know a generous donation, and... What they're going to offer is spaghetti with meat sauce, bread and butter, salad, tea and water, and dessert. And some of the ladies up at that church, they make some great desserts. So, you know, head on over there July the 16th after the morning service. Yeah, if you want to worship with us that morning, you know, you'll be more than welcome to come there. <clears throat> a good, I'm, I'm sure that you will have a good time in the Lord over there once again that 
A spaghetti dinner will be after the worship service, probably around 1 o'clock. If you have nothing else to do that afternoon for your Sunday dinner, come on over and we will treat you to a great meal. Now, getting back to CPR or Citizens for Parks of Ritman, uh, John and Lona are making sure they're getting all their bases covered. You know, they're talking to uh, some legal legal eagles and, you know what, just wanting to make sure that everything is on the up and up uh, for the formation of that group. And I'm going to read you something verbatim that John put up on the Citizens for Parks of Ritman Facebook page. And, you know, if you want to see more like this, you know, join that page. It says, community, like a living cell, is organic in nature. Within each cell, there are many components which allow the cell to do exactly what it's meant to do. Whether the community is the size of your family, church group, workplace, or city, every community is composed of individuals, each contributing to the community. In every city, there are many people who live in neighborhoods. In each neighborhood, there are individuals and families alike. In each person is a unique gift or character, character, characteristic critical of the function of the city's quality of life. Stuttering is my own. Each community in its organic nature will find its true identity only to the fact of which each person in the community chooses to contribute. Flourishing in fellowship, the community grows stronger when each person is encouraged by each neighbor. Identity is lost in small-town politics petty discouragement, and the desire to mimic the identity of nearby communities. Ribbon finds itself on life support and in need of some resuscitation. CPR would be an organization to breathe new life into town, encouraging growth of the community through the growth and involvement of each individual willing to contribute. CPR would give an avenue for anyone willing to volunteer or contribute to the community. In its very nature, CPR will only find success in the involvement of as many people as possible. Designed to involve everyone, CPR would be an open forum to listen to everyone's ideas to strengthen Ritman. As everyone contributes to the common ground, more than trees and grass will grow. Each person involved will grow as an individual, pride in the city will grow, the economy will grow, and the greater sense of community will be undeniable. The amount of potential found in each person of this city is greater than perceived. CPR would be an organization to breathe life into all of that potential. Now is the time for us not to ask what our government can do for us, but instead ask what we can do for the community. Yeah, that's for John, not for me. And I do like it when people are trying to do something positive for the community, which I've called home now for almost 40 years. And as I've told people before, if somebody steals my idea, I feel flattered about that. I was had a conversation uh, with Joe Staley as I was getting ready to start this podcast uh, back in November of uh, 2021, that... If I started a podcast and let's say somebody else were to steal the idea and start start one and make maybe make it sound better, I would be flattered at that. I would just, you know, look for a podcast for something else to do. But, you know, I do love the community which I live in. And if I can do something by standing at a mic once a week 
and talking about things that are happening and promoting the businesses in this town and making making the 44270 a better place to live in, you know, by all means, I'll do that. And if you can do that, say, let's say if you're an artist and you might want to, you know, paint a mural somewhere, you know, of course, with the property owner's uh, permission, such as the mural that is painted on the side of the server. And you can go on over to the server Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. and enjoy a cup of coffee while you're sitting outside and enjoying that mural. So, you know, any anytime you want to go over there, you know, take a look and see, you know, what one person who had a heart for art uh, did as, as far as painting a mural. And if you want to do something else for the town to make it a better community, by all means, do it. Once again, I thought it was going to be a short podcast, but I did go over a little bit, uh, over 20 minutes. And I hope that you enjoy this week. That you might go on over to the IGA and get yourself something for that for that 4th of July picnic. Uh, head on over to the uh, shows in the surrounding communities. Uh, if you want to enjoy the fireworks, enjoy some food trucks, or enjoy some community uh, action over there. But have a great week, and I'll see you next week for the next edition of the Around Ripman Podcast. Now, some podcast players put this at episode 99. Some put it as episode 100. But I will be back next week to celebrate episode number 100.